If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Friday, December 22nd. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful. It's actually, yeah, oh, it is. I was going to say it's the 23rd. It's the 22nd. 22nd. This has been us, by the way, all week. We don't know what day it is. I, I had a conversation, three different conversations with the same person in the hall at our office, uh, and he was talking about an event mm-hmm. that, that he has coming up. Every time I talked to him, I got the day wrong, like you just did. He's like, who is this guy? What like, is wrong what is with this? What is wrong with this Sorry guy? Sorry I ever asked for his input. Um. So, so yeah, we had a show. Oh, my name is Callie Dollar. I haven't even said what I'm grateful oh, for. Oh, you haven't? Oh, my goodness. Okay, what are you grateful for, Jeff Dollar? Uh, I am grateful for uh, the kindness of T-Bird and an inadvertent, not lesson, but uh, adjustment that I want to make going into 2024 that I think is really important that came from a conversation I had with her. So I'll explain that in a second. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful that you make me coffee every day. I think that's so sweet. Every day for the past, I don't know, what, like three months, ever since I started diving into Jeff's coffee maker that he was really excited about, he makes me like a vanilla iced latte every morning, and then he leaves it for me in the fridge to drink at my leisure. And I am someone that has a cup of like iced coffee in the morning and I nurse it all day. I think this would both be horrifying and enlightening if we, when we did our end of the year money next month in, in February, mm-hmm. if we looked at how much we jointly spent on Starbucks yeah. between January and, and April yeah. of last year. I can't remember when I bought the coffee machine, but just pick three or four. It was like the rep- summer, yeah. Yeah, three or four representative months. Because I'll tell you, this thing has been such a game changer. We're not a family that can just have a Keurig or a Mr. Coffee because we don't like regular coffee. Yeah. We need we're a- not coffee snobs. We're like drink snobs. Right. We need to have iced coffee and lattes and whatever. And uh, if we use it for Ellie can make... Uh, hot chocolate with it, and she can make hot chocolate with foamed milk on top. It's cute. So we bought this thing. It was expensive. It was expensive enough that I thought about it for six months. It was several hundred dollars, but I did the math. It paid for itself just with me Yeah. not going to Starbucks. It paid for itself in less than two months. Yeah. Because if you go to Starbucks, you pay for the drink. Half the time, you're like, well, I'm not super hungry, but those egg bites are good. You're like, did I eat breakfast already? Yes, I did. Am I hungry? Not really. Does the menu look really solid? It does. So yeah, I'm in. So it's not you're not just going to Starbucks getting a six dollar and fifty cent small iced coffee with which syrup. by the way is crazy. Right, <laughs> so expensive. You're you're then you're at so anyways. So yeah. if if you're looking for a last minute Christmas gift and you have a coffee drinker in your life who complains about how much coffee costs. And you can um, buy them on that Amazon refurbished thing. Yeah, right? Amazon Warehouse. That's where we got Amazon ours. Warehouse. That's worked perfectly. It's basically like an open box thing. Like it's perfect, right? Somebody like, else. No. Somebody else bought it. Opened it. Didn't never, want it. It was still sealed. Never even used it. Yeah. But then they packaged it up and sent it back, so Amazon can't sell this new. So I ended up getting it for like. So we win. Two hundred dollars cheaper. Yeah. The, um, the brand, by the way, that we have is Phillips. Electronics yes. and yes. it's a fully automatic and there's a whole series of them that run from a couple hundred bucks to like fifteen hundred dollars and we I just picked the one that was square in the middle of that. Yeah. Um, okay. So do you want to talk about where we've been this week after Monday? <laughs> um, yeah, because it kind of it ties into to 
um, my conversation with T-Bird. So we've just been, it, it's just, Callie's really been struggling with the, her anxiety and just these really intrusive thoughts or invasive, what are they Intrusive. Called? Intrusive thoughts um, about the, the baby. And I think I, I, when, when we had Ellie, Ellie was a scheduled C-section for this date, whatever the date was. I can't even remember what it was, sometime in November. And leading up to that, we never once considered that Ellie would come early because it was scheduled. Right. We're just like, yeah, okay. Right? And then three or four weeks before that, Ellie says, "Eh, I'm done with this. I'm a, this apartment's too small. And she just says, I'm going to show up. So three or four weeks early, but like I think it was three weeks early from the C-section, mm-hmm. four weeks early from her official due date, right. she shows up. And, we're, and, and then, you know, when that happens, it's just like a whirlwind. We're like, well, whoa, okay, let's go. And, you know, we live close to the hospital and it, well, everything worked out fine. Now I think... The reality is, even though we have a scheduled C-section for baby number two in early February, the reality is she could show up whenever she wants. Mm -hmm. And I think that's jacking with Callie more than she realizes. Yeah, it's it's jacking with me. I also think the, like, I had super bad. Callie doesn't do well at all. With the unknown. I don't. I really don't. Like once I know what's coming, then I'm someone that like throws myself all into when it's, when things are happening. Like I, uh, when we didn't know where we were moving last time, I was so stressed, anxious. I was just a mess. And then the moment we knew where we were going to move, then I could throw my thoughts into being excited about that and dreaming up our life and, and all of that stuff. Um, but this week has been, it's, it's been really dark and uh, a low for me, maybe a life low for me with anxiety and depression. Um, and it got to a point where we, for, you know, I'm not saying it's to be dramatic, but for survival, Jeff was like, okay, you need to stop. And I'm going to take X, Y, Z off your plate. You need to stop. And then we just, so shows this week, whatever. Like we have to focus on this. Um, you need a break. I need to take some things off your plate and we got to get you okay. Um, cause I was not okay. And, um, so I'm so grateful for you and being able to recognize that and being like, you know, kind of calling me out on it and saying, yeah, we're, we're tapped out this week. Like forget mailing out the Christmas cards. Like we're not doing Christmas cards. We're not, you know, we have to take some things and, and, you know, well, not focus on that. The focus has to shift to being healthy. Um, what, what I, so we the, did that. The reason I said that, what I said was um, because Callie is a person who likes to be in control of everything, I think the way your brain, a way a brain works like that, is wired like that, is okay. So somewhere in the subconscious is the, is the awareness that baby number two could show up any day now. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, hello, here I am. Yeah. You know? And, or she could also hang out and keep baking right, until Right, but early our February. life will change in the next month. Right. But she could show up. You, there's nothing you can do to control that. Right. Right? So we could wake up Christmas morning and your water could break. Yeah. 
It can happen. Uh-huh. Nothing you can do to control about that. Control that. So what you try to do instead is control other things. And so what I saw you doing was you were really you were you were hanging out on the couch for a couple of days, and then you kind of snapped out of that, and then you were diving into all of this business related stuff that is due that we have to do next year, but you were almost manic about it. Yeah. Like, oh, I've got to, I got to do this. I got to get this. I got to get this to. I got to do this. I got to get this to our account. And I got to do this. And and at one point, what I called, what I said was, nothing. We're in the. It's Christmas week, right? Mm-hmm. Right now, Christmas is less than a week away. There is nothing you can do right now that you can't do in one week or two weeks that's going to make any difference. The world's closed, mm-hmm. so we could do. Send out 20 different invoices, nobody's there to receive them. Yeah. We could organize all of this tax stuff and send it to our accountant. She's not gonna look at it for another week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We could do all this stuff. We could do all this stuff. And so, uh, what I said to you was, you gotta stop, like, table that. Let's enjoy Christmas. Yeah. And I think it kind of shook you awake a little bit. You're like, you're right. And then when I, I think when I pointed out that this is gonna be our last Christmas ever as a party of three. Yeah. And we got to make it awesome for Ellie. Yeah. And I, I ditched my phone for a day. I didn't look at emails for three days. It was just, and I, I know this sounds dramatic. And if you haven't been through it, it's hard to really understand it. But if you've been through it or someone that you love goes through anxiety and depression and, and fits of that and ups and downs, it's really dark. It's really not pretty. And we'll, we're definitely going to talk about this more in the new year. We just didn't want to go too far down the hole because it's... Really Listen. depressing. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. We're struggling with depression. Here's how dark it gets. But we will talk about it. We just didn't want to go like too much. But I do know a lot of people are struggling this year, whether it's mentally or financially, or you know, I've had people since I've opened up about really struggling this year. People have opened up to me about what they're struggling with. And it seems like a lot of people are having a really hard time right now. So if that's you, know that you're not alone. Know that it's not forever. Um, and hold on to it's not forever is your hope. That's what I hold on to because I know this will be better um, at some point. Uh, it's just not yet. Um, T-Bird, who is so, she's just one of those people who can sense when somebody needs something. Yeah. Right? And so she, and, and we don't talk to her. We talked to her on the phone Maybe half a dozen times a year. Yeah. Or And we see her once or twice a year. Yeah. But she can just sense. She can just get the vibes. And so she sent us a message and said, I'm getting some vibes that you need a hand. So dinner's coming. I'm having dinner delivered to your house. It's tonight at 630. Good. And uh, I said, oh, my gosh, that would be great. And And while we were texting back and forth, she said something that was, or maybe I said it. Lily, but the, stop it. Sorry, Lily, you're getting to something really great, and Lily sees a doodle across the street, and she's like, I will get you, doodle. She hates the doodles. She hates the doodles. Okay, it's gone. <clears throat> it's past her house. You calm down. And language-wise, when we were talking, she said something. She said, I could tell you guys are at capacity, right? Mm-hmm. And I want to try to be aware of capacity in 2024. Mm-hmm. Versus overwhelmed. Yeah. I think overwhelmed kind of became a, 
hustle culture buzzword. Yeah. And when I say hustle, it could be in business, it could be in parenting, it could be keeping up with your kids' activities, it could be this, it could be that. But people love to say, oh, I'm so overwhelmed. I'm so overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is overwhelming. How you doing? Oh, I'm busy. Busy, but in yeah. a good way. I'm guilty of that. I say that all the time. Yeah. I'm busy in a good way. Um, and the only way you get to a point of being that busy or that overwhelmed is if you don't recognize where your capacity is. Right. And that's and and I want to be in a place in 2024 where I am able to say, yeah, I'm at capacity. I don't I'm not gonna get overwhelmed because I'm gonna shut it off before we get there. Well, and I think capacity can change. Like of I don't you don't have the same capacity your whole life. You go through like ups and downs. And I think the important thing that you kind of showed me this week is that and you and I are totally on the same page about this. Like our family is number one, absolutely number one. Like, you know, and I said to you, like a friend of mine this week, like we are not Sanjay Gupta in the middle of brain surgery. Like our, we don't have someone else's life in our hands right this second. So if our kid has spirit week at school or whatever, like that's where we're going to focus our attention. And if, you know, there's things that, fall by the wayside, it'll be okay. Um, But the number one thing for us is, you know, is our family. So we've decided like when we hit capacity with everything else and the family stuff is starting to suffer, no, 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 no. Then your capacity, you need to bring it down a little bit. You need to get some things off the list. And it's not fun. Like, especially if you're someone that is really driven and really likes to get things done and you're a go-getter, it's really hard to say the words I'm at capacity or I need to take some things off my list. Uh, it's but hard it's to necessary say. if you want, because you can't have, you know, I think for a while the thing was like, you can have it all, especially for women. No, you can't. You can't have it all. And if I want to be present with my daughter this week and, and Christmas and make her, you know, Christmas so special this week, um, I got to give up some stuff. I got to give up sending out holiday cards. I got to give up, um, you know, Cooking a big meal on Christmas. I got to give up because that takes attention for co- away from... For a couple of days, you gave up bathing and getting dressed. <laughs> I did. So. I gave up those things. Lucky you. you. You gave up smelling like a human. I did. <laughs> it was really cute. Um, but you you have to. You yeah. have to say like, okay, Christmas cards, not happening this year. I'm at capacity. And you know what? My kid deserves better than that. My partner deserves better than that. I deserve better than that. But if you if you are aware of, I guess that's what I was trying to say about the going into 2024, is being aware of your capacity and being realistic about it. And if you have, if your kid has it's spirit week at school or whatever, right? Put that on your calendar now. Like if Look ahead and yeah. see. You know the last week of school is going to be filled with, hey, it's, you know, uh, Dress like a frog day, and right. you know it's going to be. Hey, come in, parents. You know, come in and have lunch with the kids, and like those things, right? Right. Go into your calendar now and block off a little bit of time, just so that's on your calendar. So we're not doing meetings those days or whatever. Right. So yeah. that when somebody says to you in March, "Hey, are you cool in the middle of May to cover for this person and work double shifts?" Nope. You look at your calendar first. Yeah. You know. Um, Jesse Itzler, who um, I love to follow him on 
Instagram. He has this, he calls it the, the big ass calendar, mm-hmm. right? And it's actually a calendar that lets you see the entire year. Yeah. And his thing is you go in first and you block out all the days that are most important to you. Yeah. So you block out your wife's birthday, your kids' birthdays. If you go to the lake for a week in the summer, that gets blocked out mm-hmm. right away. The, the, the Thanksgiving, all that stuff gets all blocked out. He says, okay, now that's, the, that's your VIP stuff. Now what are the things you want to do? Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to do a, um, you know, three-day camping trip yeah. with one of your buddies. You know, if you guys, let's say you're a hunter and every year you're like or a fisherman and you and your buddy say, hey, we're going to go rent a cabin. Yeah. But you never do it. Block it now. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Put that on your calendar. And then whatever's left is where you have room to do the stuff that funds the stuff that's most important. Mm-hmm. And, and there's a theory where you'll fit what you need in the time you have available. Mm-hmm. But if you don't block the time, then you'll fit what you need in every possible right. moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Really smart. Yeah. So anyways, just a thought. Okay. So let's talk about next year, future of the upside, all of this stuff, because we're about to take a couple weeks off. We're going to come back the second week of January. But I think we're going to be... No, don't even say it. No, I think we're, no, we're going to do... I don't want to get into this now. Okay. My br- I'm at capacity. Okay, you're at capacity. But I think um, when do we have... We have a producer for the show. We have a producer that's taking over in January. And when are we meeting with her? We are meeting with her next week to um, like hand the upside brains to her, basically. But, but there's also going to be a brainstorming component to make sure that we are not overextending ourselves on content. There's, the show won't be five days a week for the first quarter of next year. Yes. Um, with a new baby on the way and all that. It's just not realistic. Ain't going to happen. Ain't going to happen. Um, so we're meeting next week. We're going to do like a lot of brainstorming and pick out. So this is a great time. Like if you have stuff that you just love about the upside that just you are like, yes, keep this or, or whatever, email us, send us a you know, social media message, like let us know. So as we're like brainstorming about what we want next year to look like and the content of the show, we can keep what you love in mind. Um, But that's happening in January and we're scheduled to come back like the week of the 8th. But when are are we meeting with Jessica? Next week. I know, what day? Oh, I'm not sure. Oh, okay. I got to look it up. Because I would like to record, I think we record an episode of The Upside right after that meeting to talk about that because okay. then we'll have more of an idea of what the future of The Upside looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we're really excited about 2024. Um, we're excited about our new family member. We're excited to have someone producing the show. So that's a huge lift off of Jeff and also bring her creativity into our show um, because it's been Jeff and I for the past five years. I mean, that's crazy, like five years. And I think smart people always include smarter people in what they're doing to kind of like refresh and bring their creativity into it and like wake it up a little bit. And that's what Jessica's going to do for us. And what's so funny about this is we're probably going to go when we meet with Jessica, we're probably going to run the meeting with Jessica the same way we would run a development meeting for a new 1022 client, which is something that we have never done. On our own show. With the upside. So the upside is 
when we meet with people, we give them examples of other projects we've worked on to say, look at how we did this and how we did this and how we did this, how we did this. And they say, well, what about your show? We go, eh, don't listen to that. We're like, don't listen to our show. We haven't done, it's almost like an audit. Like, a, okay, here yeah. so, is the point of it. Here's the mission. Here's the whatever. So that's what we're going to be doing over the next couple of weeks. Um, and You know what? That's a great point. If you happen to hear this, what do you think the mission of the upside is? What do you want to carry away from the show every single day? And I will say, like, where we started, keep in mind this. When we started, our lives are so vastly different now that when we started, the reason we called it the upside. No, no, no. No, just, okay. I want to know what people want from this show. Okay, got it. Like, we know what, we, we know how... Whatever, but I would just be interested in the response. I don't want to influence it. Okay. Because it's not about us and our place. What, especially those of you who, who have been listening for years, what is it that keeps you coming back, right? Especially if you've stuck through this past year. Yeah. What is it that keeps you Coming back, how do you? So, are you looking feel? for answers like I want to laugh every day? I want to. No, it's that. That's aspirational. Oh, okay. Right now, why do you come back every day? Yeah. Do, do you want to? Do you? What, what does it? How does it make you feel? Yeah. Because whatever that is, I don't want to lose that. Yeah. I want to make sure that the way we make people feel doesn't change. Mm-hmm. The way we get there needs to change. Right. But I want to make sure that we don't alter the way we make people feel because that's what's beautiful about the show. That is so true. And yeah. well said, Jeff Dollar. Well said. Anyways, Merry Christmas. We're going to go to sleep until Christmas morning. We are. We're going to go to sleep until Christmas morning. Um, hold on to hope. We will talk to you soonish. We'll be back the week of the 8th. Um, we love you. We appreciate you. We're grateful for you. Um, eat all the nasty stuff. Like, eat all the good stuff, like the fudge and, you know. Um, and don't make fudge in the rain. Ho, ho, ho. You are strong, you are brave, you're kind, and you always belong here.